0: what is going on guys and gals referee jake clemens here and you're listening to wrestling cheers where everyone knows your name
1: in the world today takes And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when your name is Jasmine Clearwater. This is Wrestling Cheers, where like talk about things going the Northeast Ohio, independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we used to review shows, and sometimes we have interviews along the way. This is an interview with referee Jake Clemens. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe to your everlist list of this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean. PodbeanWrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose to desire, WrestlingCheers, at gmail.com. Like I said, this is an interview with referee Jake Clemens. I don't have him on the line right now because we recorded this at Old Wrestling. We recorded this after the show. This is something that I even talk about kind of like early on on this interview that this is was years, years coming. I probably should have sat down with him early on, but it didn't help that like early on in, you know, this podcast when went with you how any report I really wasn't doing interviews and all that. And that's kind of like why I... I missed some opportunities to get some really good interviews, and Jake was one of them. It's kind of one of those people I always thought was, not necessarily I thought was always going to be around, but it's like, I'll get to them later because it's easier to get to them than someone else, especially when I started doing interviews. And then right around the time he went to WWE was when I was trying to get him on. And he he was very hesitant for most of that year going into it because he knew what his job status was at that time. And he didn't want to screw anything up. He didn't want to take any chances. Because obviously with, with these interviews with me, we're not talking about dirt. We're not, you know, looking to bury people. We're just two people having fun. And then we we will have respectful conversations. So he took his precautions and didn't come on the show before his contract. Then when he was released, I tried to get him on. And he was also very hesitant uh, on doing so. And I perfectly understand. Um, like I said, I'm not going to be talking dirt I'm not gonna be talking we're not gonna do any of that stuff this whole interview. we don't talk much wrestling. we kind of talk about our relationship and how we've been friends for many years. one thing we didn't talk about there was actually a few years stretch that like Jake and I were not friends that probably didn't help the whole thing of like not not getting him on the podcast. but um we eventually buried the hatchet and in all honesty, like I've pretty much forgot about that stretch. It's something that I could could have came up in this interview, but I was concentrating on a lot of other things to where I did not think about it until afterwards. So this is pretty much two friends. Like I said, we got to talk about our history. We talk about sports and a few other things. And uh, yeah, I really hope you enjoy this interview with referee Jake Clements. All right. We are back here on the podcast, and this is a long time coming very long time coming could have been on the podcast years ago upon years ago but i never asked him so that that part was my fault and then by the time i wanted to get him on he was he was a little caught up but uh we got jay clemens hi dude it's it's been a long time in general
0: it really has i think that's a, i mean yeah i wouldn't even begin to guess the timeline to be honest
1: i mean because like i've been do- i was doing the show you know you know highway Indy report and like you we were around then and everything like we go we go back that far um, yeah because after when yeah. i started coming around yeah when did you start
0: coming around 2011 okay the, so i started in 2010 so i was turner's
1: hall me or you you i was not turner's hall no what was Eight, your first my my <gasps> you were at the streetsboro show for pwo yep that was my that was the first, first yes mm-hmm.
0: that had the mechanical bull yes i liked that venue because it was like 25 minutes from my parents house well uh, yeah
1: my parents house. i liked how close it was to where i was yeah. living too yeah yeah Oh and gosh. it was it was a spacious venue.
0: Yeah, it was huge and it had a huge, I want to say a bigger locker room. Okay. It wasn't too too crazy, but I remember,
1: yeah, I remember that. Oh my gosh. Wow. And that was the last time Brody Lee was
0: in PWL. That was after Resolution 4? Yes. It was oh, wow.
1: the 4-year anniversary show. Yeah, it was oh
0: my goodness. What made you go to that show?
1: Okay. Start interviewing you here. It's fine. (laughs) It it was a whirlwind of things. It was a bunch of things that like lined up at once. There was the first thing I was starting to get into Colts podcast, and um, I got like I got into it months earlier, and I was listening to some of the backlog episodes, and like I would hear like oh upcoming events, AI wrestling, blah 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 blah, and then also like I started doing podcasting uh, twelve years ago, last month, and a guy on one of the shows that I started on, he was talking about independent wrestling, which at that point was crazy to hear about and like he was talking about guys like johnny gargano and doug matt cross so whenever i came around to like finding out about them like oh shit they're they're cleveland and then on top of all of that um the cm punk gregory iron thing Mm, yeah it's like oh he's from cleveland too yeah and then i took a big focus on the local scene and i think it was like i looked into aiw Mm -hmm. and pwo at the time yep and there was a couple shows I wanted to go to, but it was like, oh, I, I work that day. I can't right. go. I Can't go this. Can't right. go that. I like. I almost went to They Live, like right around that time. Like, the oh they yeah,
0: li- wow. They Live,
1: and uh, that was uh,
0: B.J. Whitmer, Davey Richards, and I want to say A.R. Fox and Uha Nation. That yes. was at the um. That was at the Church. Yes. Wow, I can't believe I remember that.
1: That that is correct.
0: Yeah, I was going to AAW at the time with Gregory Iron, mm-hmm. and I had to miss that show that Punk went to the ring and put him over on because yeah. I had to work. Oh, dude. Yeah, I was working at a grocery store at the time, and they scheduled me to work even though I asked the day off. So, whatever.
1: I remember that era, Jay Clemens working at that grocery store.
0: Shout out to Acme Number 6, Norton, Ohio. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, dude. Uh, we've we've went to shows before. We
0: have. We
1: one, have. one in particular.
0: It was Heroes and Legends. Yes, the first one. It, it, the first one because before that, it was Jason Maples' Uh, he was running EWF, and Gregory Iron, myself, and Joe Dombrowski went to AAW the night before, and the night after was EWF. It was the X8, mm-hmm. and the big draw on that show was Matt Hardy. Okay. And it was in this gym. It was a really cool tournament, really cool concept. Um, I remember Joe Dombrowski was selling canned value time mushrooms. Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember yeah, and, this and, era. Yeah. And uh, Sugar Dunkerton um, signed one. And we auctioned it off and it got like, uh, I don't remember what the dollar amount was, but I vividly remember that trip. Wow. That was the first EWF show I had. EWF, I think that's the initials, evolved into Heroes and Legends. Yeah. And that's when we went because I don't remember. I think you were going and you're just like, let's write. I don't remember how it came up, but we
1: traveled together. I know. I know how it came up. You asked me to go with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think because Pedro was going too, and I don't know why, but like Pedro and Benjamin Boone and someone else was in like a different car, and I don't remember why, Yeah, but there was like a different car, and I was like, oh, this is weird, and I was like, okay, I'll just drive myself, whatever, and then yeah. you went with me, and uh, I remember we got to like Ashland, and I was so Right before Ashland, tired. on the way back, yes. I was so tired. I was like, can you please drive home? And I felt terrible asking you, because I was so stinking tired.
1: Right there at the, the Perkins and the uh, Grandpa's Cheese Barn?
0: Yep. Yeah, shout out Grandpa's Cheeseburger. I remember that. I passed that on the way up here today. I live in Columbus, but yeah, that show was so cool to me because um, Pedro's dream was always to announce for demolition. Fuck yeah! And I don't remember how it came about, but he ended up getting to do it. And I remember, I wish I still. I don't know if I have the video. Someone probably does. Yeah. But I was sitting under the hard cam because I was like, I really want to get a good yes. shot of this. So I, I like run out there. And it, as soon as demolition hits, he looks directly at my camera and gets like the biggest smile on his yep. face. And I, mean, like, I think to, he
1: nods too. He's like, like this is it, right, right here. Yeah,
0: he definitely did. And that was the best I've ever heard Pedro announce anyone ever. And he ran down like the, all their accomplishments and was just like, I love seeing people live their dream. And Pedro's done so much for me that like that was like easily like a top five moment in wrestling for me. Probably top two.
1: Yeah, that was that was my first wrestling road trip because. <laughs> Uh, like I said, you asked me. you were just like, hey, will you, you know, ride with me? Yeah. Which I did think it was weird. Later, <laughs> you were like, hey, now give me gas money, and I'm like, you asked me to come with did you. Did I? Oh, yes, yeah, you feel like did. A dick. I'm throwing you under the bus uh, now. Can I cuss on here? But I, uh, can I curse? <laughs> yes. Okay, I feel like a dick. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Damn, I mean, I obviously, no. I don't. I don't care. No, I feel bad. <laughs> I think I think the worst part was I was unemployed at the time. Oh, okay. Now that makes me feel worse. Jeez. But, uh, I, but I also uh, went there and like got Bret Hart's autograph and everything. So I yeah, spent money. That show
0: was loaded, dude. dude. Like that tag
1: match was like demolition. Jimmy Snuka. Oh God, yeah. It was was um, was Virgil in that match or is that another match? He
0: was. He was in that match. Yeah, of course he was. Tatanka. Tatanka wrestled um, Drew Skills earlier. Okay. Yeah, I remember
1: that. Okay, um, he did have a one-on-one match. Now that I,
0: I remember, have. I refed Greg Iron and Ben Boone. I remember that, and then Colt Cabana and someone else. And I remember one of the refs there. Oh my goodness, it was so funny because obviously everyone's there to ref a legend. I don't. The only thing I wanted to work with on the show was um, Greg and Ben because I had a relationship with them prior, and I'm like, you know, I like being in there with my friends. Yeah. And then um, there was like a match with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And I was like, do you mind if I work with the Haxall? I've never got to work with him ref goes yeah i'll uh, actually i'm gonna do that and then i'm gonna do the main event and then he did he i'm pretty sure he have like every legend on the show Mm -hmm. um and then he he goes you know hey hey kid Cole cabana's a legend you ever worked with him and i was just like yeah in three different states in three different companies and i was just like you know i love colt cabana but it was just like it felt like so like demoralizing to me that it was Mm -hmm. like oh okay cool i guess like it is what it is now, but that was, what year is that? That was 2012. 12. So mm-hmm. that was over 10 years ago. I feel
1: like an old man. Ugh. But I I remember the hacksaw match. I, w- I was sitting with a now WWE employee, and I'm not going to say his name. We'll say it off the air. Bleep it. <laughs> Who was we, it? Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out.
1: Shout out. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, he, we counted the rest holds. Oh, in that match, <laughs> how many were there? I don't remember. Oh I just gosh. remember counting them. I remember he wrestled Troy Miller. I have no idea. Who don't that ask.
0: Is. He was an Indiana guy. Uh, don't ask why. I remember it was Haxall and Troy Miller. That's crazy. My wife's always like, "You remember the weirdest things?" And I am like, "Well, I mean, whatever. It's good, I guess."
1: Yeah. Do you remember her birthday? What do you remember her birthday? My wife's birthday, yeah, February twenty fifth. Okay, I am just making sure. Our wedding ended, four four days after mine.
0: Mine's February. 21st, and then our wedding anniversary is December 28th.
1: See, I did, I did the smart thing. Uh, our wedding anniversary is October 30th.
0: There you go. Yeah. I ain't never... I,
1: I wouldn't forget it yet anyway, but... Yeah.
0: I'm bad at remembering my friend's birthdays. I have one friend who, he remembers all of our birthdays, mm-hmm. and like we'll quiz him on it. We'll be like, alright, when's my birthday? He's like, uh, February 21st. Alright, like, when's Chad's birthday? When's John's birthday? When's Shay's birthday? Shout out to all my friends, by the way. They won't listen to this, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. He remembers everyone's birthday.
1: I, re- I remember one friend's birthday in particular, only because it was the same day that uh, Biggie died, March 9th. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. And there's a lyric... Sa- same year? Or? Not same year. Oh, I was going to uh, say, I was like, oh, my gosh. No, no, no. He, uh, There's a a rapper by the name of Cannabis that has a mm-hmm. l- line in a song, uh, Second Round Knockout. It says, the greatest rapper alive died on March 9th. Oh. So, when I hear whenever I see March 9th, I instantly connected to that lyric and my friend's <laughs> your birthday friend, yeah. and I will text him and he's like man you never forget I'm like <laughs> dude I, I've explained it to him like I see the date and I just it just clicks I'm like March Facebook 9, always boom. hooks me up I always
0: feel bad um, either Facebook or my Twitter timeline I see everyone I'm like oh if I'm like close friends to
1: them I'll text them or DM them or whatever but yeah, yeah there is that cheat with social media which yeah oh yeah I remember your birthday but there, then there's those <laughs> people that like like for, for the long time my friend was not on social media oh so I never got those types of mm. notifications, but yeah. I still remembered it. Yeah. And then what's crazy is my birthday's later in the month, mm-hmm. and there's times that like I'm waiting if he remembers. <laughs> and like there was like one year, I think it was like maybe last year, it was yeah. like nine o'clock. There's oh. there, like nine o'clock at night, <laughs> like at late,
0: late, late yeah, night. Yeah, and, night, and day he's like, like
1: oh. he's like, oh, I almost forgot this. Yeah. It's gonna be funny next year because my birthday's on Easter, and we see, oh, okay. and we see each other on Easter. And it's, Which <laughs> your birthday? March March thirty first. Okay. Every so many years, it falls on Easter. Easter, okay. But, yeah, I'm going to s- see if he remembers that day. Right, yeah. But, yeah, that, that trip was crazy because yes. uh, going back to the Fort Wayne thing because that's kind of, like, what got me kind of pushed towards the way of truck driving. Yeah. I had other things prior, but it was just like, here I am now. Yeah. Now it's like, dude, I actually, I've driven to Fort Wayne for a show since then. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't Heroes and Legends. It was the, the one show that greg help with, with the first show i forget what it's off the top of my head mm-hmm. the first show had john cena senior candace yes johnny. yes yes
0: yes that was i was on w- the w- well. wrestling uh, yeah uh yeah yeah
1: yeah 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 yeah, it was so funny
0: because i remember we had to do a um we were in a car it was myself johnny candace Tommaso, and john cena senior yeah and it was just like so surreal that we were like like i kept looking at johnny i was like this is so strange like it was awesome, but it was just like, uh, what other in what other life is this like group of people ever going to be in the same car? You know, yeah. But yeah, that was a fun show. Um, it was it a huge gym?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Um, I forget what. Oh, because I think Johnny and Tommaso
1: wrestled Greg and Zach. Yes. Yep. Okay. I think Candace was with, was Candace with us, or it may have been Greg. Candace, Candace was there. I have I have a I have pictures of her that okay. day. You know what?
0: This could segment
1: and. Believe it or not, the member because that show they, they like gave, they had someone win bringing out Greg and Zach and I think Tommaso yes. and I can't remember Tommaso or Johnny. Yep. But a friend of mine and his daughter won to come out with Zach and Greg. Oh wow! So that was and that was like their first independent show.
0: That's crazy!
1: Wow! And like, what a show to like go to because that that was look at the, the people that were on that card that so like, are something.
0: I keep a log of every match I've ever done and in the time that it took you to tell that story, I found that match and what else was on that show So there was a sh- um, it, there was I believe uh, Gavin Quinn and versus Nate Matson. there's Lewis Linden versus Ricky Shane Page versus Palmer Cruz versus Nick Cutler versus Marion Fontaine versus Shane Mercer, Gianni Gargano and Tommaso Champa versus Greg Iron and Zach Gowan and then the last match I believe I did this should be should still be the sh- same show. Was Desmond Xavier and Josh Alexander? I believe that's the same show. I could be wrong. I don't think it is. That I don't, think, been, I don't think
1: Josh Alexander was on that show.
0: This, yeah, this was that was a Super indie show. Then, yep, okay, that's exactly what that was. So yeah, Scramble is good. I remember that. Yeah, that was match 61 62
1: 63 of two thousand sixteen. Wow. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I've I've heard a lot of people do that of like,
0: Pedro, life, like again. Pedro told me when I first started. Um, he goes, keep a log of everything you've ever done because you can look back and be like, oh, my goodness. And really? um, I've lost my first two years because they were on a laptop and um, I just never e- emailed them to myself. Um, okay. So I kept a log of it, but I have the count by the year. So um, my first year I did 138, which was 2010. 2011 was 204. Um, as of tonight, which would have been old wrestling, I am at two thousand four hundred and twenty six matches and that was uh thirty-nine matches on the on the current year. Jesus. Yeah. Pedro told me when I first started, he goes, write everything down or put it in a and I started doing my laptop. I did like a word doc. Mm. And I just put, you know, XYZ versus XYZ. Yeah, and, you know. Um I didn't put who won the match, I didn't put who whatever. Um so I transitioned that when I got an iPhone to my iPhone notes. So now um I just every time I have an assignment, I look on there, I'm like, okay. Doing this, doing this, doing this, and there was this show that I did for um, Fontaine where I had to text him. I was like, "Hey, what was the card?" Because I forgot, and this was like two weeks after the show. And he's like, "Oh, here, yeah." And I was like, who like, thank goodness, because I almost missed some. But yeah, people were like, "Oh, it's so hard." It's like, no, just do it after your match. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you
1: do it right after, it's fresh, fresh memory. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yep. And I update the I update the matches that I do. I update my total count, and then I started um, doing how many matches I have to go. Cause i'm trying to get the 3000 and i think it's like 574 until i get to 3000 i'm checking right now
1: it almost sounds like you should change it from a notes app to a spreadsheet that would take me that would take so much time like, well at where you're at now but like yeah. it almost seems like a spreadsheet would There's a ref i know
0: that did it and it, he would put the match who won what the finish was what the uh the company the location the venue and then what he got paid yeah I was like that's too much for Yeah, that's so Yeah. Yeah, that's too much. I just want to put who who wrestled.
1: It would be rewarding in the end of Mm -hmm. like being able to see like you could like just a nerd thing of like, okay, you could like create a graph
0: of like your pay. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And be like, yeah, my first year, you know, I I was averaging this much and now like it would that yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. But but that—that's yeah. where you're at now. Like to do oh. to redo all that is just oh, it'd be impossible. Like rewriting or like handwriting a full book. Honestly, yeah, because I can't even I can't even think now. Yeah, it'd be. But dude, like back when we like first met PWO and AIW, that's Happy that's P-W-O. kind of a time that I miss. But it's only because it, like you had two products in the same area that were viable for their own reasons. Mm-hmm. And like the thing that I loved about PWO is like, if you were someone like me, when I was first getting an independent wrestling, what a fucking place to start. Literally. And I've, I've always talked about this. The very first match I saw on PWO TV, do you, <clears throat> do you know what it is? I it, was, no it was it was a best of resolution four, one of the two oh clip shots.
0: Yeah. The first match on that card was was at the four, it was a three way maybe. It would have been, Bobby Beverly, Gory and Facade, because it was supposed to be a four way with DJZ, but I think he had Im- uh, obligations with Impact at the time.
1: Yeah, uh, but no, that was not the match. Okay, because was- it was the the clip show only showed you like s- s- so much of a match. Yeah, or yeah. maybe they did show you all the match depending.
0: Yeah. yeah, Joe Dombrowski wasn't giving that away for free.
1: I love you, Joe. But- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's smart. <laughs> Back in the uh, what Go Fight Live days, oh, I want to say that was gosh. on Go Fight Live, which Jeez. was awful. Yeah, but. Uh, it was, I believe, the se- maybe the second clip show, mm-hmm. and the first match that they showed you was Johnny Gargano versus M Dog versus Josh yep. Prohibition. Yep. What a fucking yeah, like yeah. match to start yeah.
0: with. That match was insane. I go back to watch it every few yeah. years. So that show was cool for me because um, obviously, you know, I got to work at uh, Jake's Pavilion, which is I think now Nautica Pavilion. Yeah. Yeah. So that show was cool for me. Resolution Four. Um, also, Joe Dombrowski put me in with. Um uh, Tito Santana and Nikki Valentino, which mm-hmm. I was not ready for, and then he put me in with um Kevin Nash and Omega Aaron Draven against Marion Fontaine and God Rest of Soul, Brody Lee. Um yeah. I was so like starstruck by Kevin Nash. Like I have two cats and one of my cats' name is uh their names are Holland Nash and today's their gotcha day. They'll yeah, ne- see, no,
1: I was, I was kinda gonna kinda bring that up. <laughs> they'll if never you they'll talk never talk listen
0: cats? they'll never listen to this, but shout out to Holland Nash. Um <laughs> And this also segues into, um, so that was like the first weekend me and my wife spent together. We were dating at the time. She lived in Columbus. And um, she told me, she goes, you're going to have to come and pick me up. And I just go, oh, no. I was like, okay. And I'm like, man, I've never driven to Columbus. My parents are like, you be safe. Like, they're just being parents. Like, Texas, when you get there, like, you know, don't drive too fast. Watch for cops, everything under the sun. So I took their car because my car at the time, there was no way it was making it. It was a um, 98 Ford Escort. There's no way I was making it. Mm -hmm. So I take their Saturn View at the time, pick her up, meet her parents. Hello, hello, hello. All right. Hey, I'm going to take your daughter (laughs) two hours north. They're like, what do you have planned for the weekend? I was like, well, you know, we're going to go to dinner and meet my parents i have to work tonight by the way uh <laughs> i'll get to that in a second and then um you know they're like okay cool and i was like oh and then we're gonna go to a wrestling show and they're like oh okay and they didn't understand um but so uh, you know I, I we start making the drive up me and my well she's my girlfriend time she's my wife now yeah um and we get to akron and you know we go to lunch or whatever and then i'm like all right hey i have to go to work she's like okay so she's at my house and my parents are home because they're both at work it's like this girl that i've known for like three months is in my parents house (laughs) this is just an executive decision on my end um
1: (laughs) so she uh, i'm not saying she would have but hypothetically she could have robbed you (laughs) yes yeah
0: yeah, it could have been very bad (laughs) um luckily it's been very good so she um My dad comes home from work and she, I guess, was just sitting on my bed in my bedroom and goes, Hi, I'm Katie. And that's how my dad met my wife now. And same with my mom. And then, um, I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been, yeah. (laughs) And then uh, they all went out to eat that night because I worked like three to 10 or something like that. Mm -hmm. So they all went out to eat that night. I kind of like threw my now wife into the fire and I was like, Hey, here's my family. And luckily, like, they have a great relationship and everything. But that trend, that after that night is when we went to Resolution together Mm -hmm. and um i was like hey like i want you to see what i do and she's like okay and she went with my my mom my dad and my dad's friend at the um to resolution and then after um i'm like i'm like i'm gonna take her home okay and my mom and dad are like hey do you want to come with you I was like no i got this whatever Mm -hmm. so it was it it would have been from cleveland to columbus columbus back which is fine but like it was late, and, and my wife just nudges me, and she's like, have your parents go with us. I was like, okay. I uh, We stopped at McDonald's. I ate the most amount of McDonald's I've ever had in my entire life. I can still tell you the order. This is, again, where my wife's like, I don't know how you remember this. I had 20 nuggets, a McChicken, a burger, a large fry, a large sweet tea, Excuse me. a hot food sundae, and an apple pie. I was so hungry. That was also when I was very skinny, and I could just – I was amazing. So I eat all that. I pass out in the back seat. <laughs> I wake up drop my wife off you know see you later um we start coming back dude we broke down i'm pretty sure that perkins where yeah yeah so we we break down and like we get off the exit and everything and we're just like what is going on it's like probably like one in the morning or something my uncle drives to come grab us and i was just like man i was like my wife's so smart like thank thank god my parents were with us i'm like if that was me i wouldn't know what to do i would just be like okay just leave me and we'll you know, Asheville or whatever.
1: But yeah, it was very trial by fire for my wife. <laughs> first weekend together. Wow. Yeah, for the first weekend. Yeah, well, been, first like, weekend I just, like meeting parents and everything. Because uh, yeah. you said three
0: months. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so funny because she was in, she was in New York for like an internship, and uh, yeah, it was, I could be getting those timelines wrong, but yeah.
1: How long did you guys date before marriage? <sighs> She's gonna kill me.
0: Um, that would have been what 2000. 11. Yeah. So we got engaged. Uh, I don't we got engaged. I'm going to have to look at my phone.
1: Uh, yeah, we got engaged. Kind of like what we were talking Whatever. about earlier. I can easily tell you when I got engaged because it was on Halloween. Oh, it was so bad. Um, I ran up, So our engagement was funny because,
0: like, she was living with a roommate at the time, and I just texted her roommate on Rand Thursday, like, hey, I think I'm going to propose her this weekend. She goes, what? Uh, I just go, yeah, hey, here's my budget. Um, Please you know, stick within this budget. Uh we got engaged on November seventeenth, twenty eighteen. So we did it for a while before we got engaged. So seven years. And then we got married in uh I always so COVID has like crushed my timeline of dude, yes of years. Um so I forget everything, but I obviously remember the date, you know. Um but yeah, it uh so we got engaged and I texted her room her roommate, I was just like, Yes, just stay within this budget, please and they like she's like are you serious uh 2021 is when we got married she goes are you serious i was like yeah so i just went to k with one of my friends and i was like hey that looks cool picked it out drove down and then like we went to um we went to um oh man what's the brunch spot i forget what it's called we went there and i'm like i have the ring in my like coat pocket and i'm like sweating i was like are you okay i was like yeah i'm fine so she comes back, and I don't even know what it looks like, and she comes in, and she turns around, and I'm like on an i I'm like, hey, I wanted to ask you something. And she goes, well, oh my gosh, you know, whatever. So um, so seven years, we dated for seven years before we got married, in or before we got engaged, and then um, we got married in 2021. So we were engaged for three years, I want to say. Again, I just, I just said the date. I literally just said it. So 2018, 19, 20, 21, 20, three years before we got married. Yeah. Would
1: have been sooner, but yeah. I mean- it's crazy like that you did it like, oh, I'm like, hey, I think I'm going to do it this weekend. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I was sitting at my job. I worked in Stowe at the time. And I was just sitting there and I was like, I had like a very much like now or never moment. And I was just like, okay. Yeah. And I just texted her and I go, hey, uh, here's what's going to happen. And she goes, oh, okay, cool. And yeah, just on the fly, I was like, hey, let's get married. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, with me I bought the ring in August okay. and proposed on Halloween.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So you had it. On. I had it. I had it for yeah. a while. I had and it like <laughs> three days.
1: <laughs> and then like I divulged the plan to her like after, obviously after like this is, this is how everything went. Yeah. Because what we end up doing that October was like we watched like a bunch of horror movies. Of course. Yeah. And the whole thing was like we would end on Halloween and we'd watch Nightmare Before Christmas, one of her favorite movies, if not yeah. the, between that and Beetlejuice. Um, okay. And then at the end when jack and sally or you know have that last oh, song yeah and then like right at the end i propose oh and it's it, it was more Smooth like operator. it was more one-on-one intimate yeah oh because like, a, lot of, a lot of people do the romantic mm. gestures like mm. or something spontaneous i wanted to do something just like she didn't necessarily see coming and i wanted yeah. it to fit to her and i bought her yeah. a, a, a casket ring box Oh cool. Wow. That had had Jack and Sally on it. Oh my gosh. With our initials and the date I proposed. Jeez, dude. Wow. Like That's I was awesome. able to, I was able to do all of that without her knowing.
0: Yeah. It. No kidding.
1: Wow. Though oh I I halfway blew my cover cuz as a <laughs> joke before the movie I had a ring pop and I asked her to marry me. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Kind of. That's it was it was a That's little bit fine. like that. Oh my gosh. A swerve? <laughs> some yeah. some might say. And she, <laughs> oh. she she even said, like, I kind of I kind of thought you might have done something afterwards because you did that. But I'm like, yeah. the joke was because I'd always joked with her, like I would give her a ring pop to propose to her. Right. Or something. So <laughs> so that kind of thing. But Yeah. It's great that you guys have been along. Like you guys you've been with her as I mean, the whole time I've known you. Like I've never yeah. known you.
0: Yeah. We had a little split up where um I mean, this is probably people who are just like, why are we tuning into this? Um, We had a little split up where she wanted me to better myself because I wasn't bettering myself. I was just fine being where I was in my life. (laughs) And then, like, I started bettering myself. And she's like, okay, I see it. Like, I see you bettering yourself. And she's like, all right. And and that's fine. You know, she knew what she wanted. and She's always known what she's wanted. Yeah. So, you know, luckily I fit that criteria.
1: And you've you've kept it going for so long. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, uh. Yeah, but she lets me do
1: this. and Though I remember a time when Jay Clemens did not drink.
0: Oh, yeah. I've been... Shout out PBR. Um, <laughs> COVID changes a man. Um, that's a funny transition because I was, um, I was sitting at my job. So I, I don't care if people know this, whatever. I work for the Ohio State University. The um, Ohio State University. Go Bucks. Uh, I won't tell people what I do there, but I would just say I'll just be openly... I work for the Ohio State
1: University. Um, I will, I'll tell you what he does. He doesn't use the O... I mean, he doesn't use the M letter during the one week, week in November. Week. That's right. what
0: he does. During rivalry week. Uh, and it's a thing, too, around campus. There's still... Like, if there's super high places to reach on campus, uh, you'll still see, like, Xs. It's so funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, the red X. It's hilarious. People don't believe it and think it's stupid, but whatever. It makes me laugh. So, it's, here's...
1: It's a rivalry. thing. Yeah. Like, I'm not big into college sports. So, yeah. like, the Ohio State-Michigan thing, I just... I Um, might get into it because of the Ohio aspect of it. mm -hmm. Like, I I had pride for my state, especially when I went over the road and I learned, like, you know, like, this is a way representing, like, not only where I'm from, because I could do that Cleveland stuff, but, like, Ohio State, because if I go down to Alabama, they don't give a damn about the Browns. No. no. But if I wear Ohio State stuff, dude, then they care. Yes. But um, with all, even with that, but, like, there's other sports or other teams. Like, I remember one point, because I am a Bears fan, (laughs) where... our rivalry week with the Packers, like the whole yes. thing was, don't eat cheese. Yeah, I believe it. And they don't. It wasn't a strict thing, but I remember like that time. there was again, yeah. Yeah, like whole thing. Do not eat cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Week. and I'm yeah. like, okay, let me. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a thing.
0: Yeah, and I think Ohio State and Michigan is, I would say probably top three rivalry in sports. I think the Yankees and the Red Sox are obviously up there. Maybe the uh, yeah Lakers and Celtics, Ohio State, Michigan. Duke, North Carolina, there's probably what I'm missing.
1: I say just, I mean, by bias, but Packers, Bears.
0: Yeah, Packers, Bears, Steelers, has, Browns, because we're in the area and we see that. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. you,
1: you know, Steelers fans, if you say oh. that the rivalry, there's a, that the rivals for the Browns or the Steelers or Steelers' yeah. rivals or the Browns, oh, yeah. like Steelers fans get pissed. They're like, yeah. no, it's not. It's the Ravens. And I'm like, yeah. no, 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 no. You can have more than one rivalry. Yeah, I agree. You, ha- you have a main rivalry, with yeah. right now, or, Maybe I don't know as much right now, but like previously it was Ravens Steelers. Like that yeah, was the yeah, that was that their was number the one, one yep. dagger on the schedule. Yep. Like this is it. But mm-hmm. you, st- you still you still had those inner uh division rivalries. Like th- yeah. that's still a thing. It's still a rivalry. If I was a Browns fan, I would hate the Ravens more because Art Modell took the team to Baltimore.
0: Like I, I understand Pittsburgh is closer. And it's, they have it's a they have a, a history proximity thing. Yeah, it's a proximity thing and they have a history, but I was like, man, he, he took my team to a different city.
1: Whatever. But um But we have a reason to hate every team in the league. A that's the Blood Rival, that's the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Bengals, I always say that's our little brother. Yep. yep. Literally Paul Brown. Well, Paul Brown left us.
0: As I'm wearing a Jamar Chase.
1: <laughs> I I don't like the Bengals, I just like Jamar Chase. Yeah. But he leaves the organization and and starts the Bengals. Yep. And I always say little brother, which I've heard Bengals fans like, they're like, oh, we're not your little brother. I'm like, no, no, they I'm not. They were little brother for I'm, so, I'm years, not, so many years. I'm not meaning like we're picking on you. It's just like our lineage, like we're connected yeah. to the same dude. Mm-hmm. Like we're, yeah. you're our little brother and yeah. then the Ravens, they're the old yeah. Browns. And so the, we have a reason for everything.
0: And you should hate the Broncos because John Elway was yeah, the God. greatest quarterback to ever walk the face of the earth and the drive, the fumble and
1: t- I wasn't even alive for that. Listen, so, like, Listen, whatever. listen, Jake. Uh, everybody <laughs> didn't just pick a random helmet to 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 pick their to pick their fandom. Which I we can get into it. That's actually yeah. one of my favorite stories. Yeah.
0: Well, let me finish real quick on why I started consuming alcohol and broke edge. <laughs> okay. um, so I was working at the time. I was working. I still work for the Ohio State University. Again, won't say what I do, but I do work there. Um, i will say i love my job i'm not saying that because this is public i love my job i love what i do yeah do um, you, you
1: want to keep stuff private that's
0: yeah so um i was listening to i believe it was pardon my take by barstool sports uh, mm-hmm. people can think what they want about barstool sports i enjoy that podcast um and i believe cj McCollum was on there which shout out to cj McCollum. uh went to high school at glen oak which is in canton got to see mm-hmm. him play in high school went to lehigh beat duke in the uh ncaa tournament and then went to the Portland Trail Blazers and became a very, very good NBA player. Yeah. So he was talking about the bubble. Because Big Cat and PFT are the hosts of Pardon My Take. And they're like, what do you do in the bubble? And they're like, we just play video games. We play cards. And we drink wine. And I was like, interesting. And I was like, I'm like, I don't think I, as I'm drinking beer, I was like, I don't think I would like beer. Um, so I went to my wife. And I was like, really strict, straight edge, And I was just like, hey. I had already been. I had already gotten like my approval from wwe at this point because this is like in the uh, like i wouldn't say like the middle of the pandemic but like i had already gotten the news that i'm, I'm going to wwe mm-hmm. and i just tell her i was like hey do you want to go celebrate with a glass of wine tonight? and she's like i would love that <laughs> and i'm like perfect and so we go to cooper's did, hawk did she get like wide eyes like she, oh was, like, yeah, she like, was like yeah she was like because i was so strict straight edge for so long and um she was like so she's like are you feeling okay i'm like yeah i'm fine i was like i just want to try it like if I don't like it, I don't like it. Yeah. And then um we got I we got s- like a sample of stuff and I was like I always heard Tech Nine talk about drinking um Pinot Noir with with a member of the Doors. Obviously it wasn't Jim Morrison. Jim <laughs> Morrison was the Doors, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, Ray, uh, Ray, Man, Ray, yeah. it was Ray Manzarek. It was Rayman I think, from the Doors. Okay. I could be pronouncing the last name wrong, but he was talking about like how um he used a sample of strange. Uh, I think it's strange days on one of Tech Nine's albums. And he was talking about how he went and met with Raymond Zarek and they drank wine together. This could could also completely be this is like from my memory, this could be completely wrong. But he's like, Yeah, yeah we drank Pinot Noir together. So we get to Cooper's Hawk and I'm like, I'm to try Pinot Noir, and I was like, You sure? She's like, That's pretty, pretty bold. And I was like, Okay, I'll try it. Try it, and I was like, Ooh, I guess it's great and ever since then i'm a big 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 fan of uh, red wine pinot noirs to be specific um yeah it just all started with me listening to a podcast talking about the nba players drinking wine in the bubble very weird i don't know my life is weird
1: what what a story of like Um, this is how you started drinking (laughs) mine was like i was a teenager
0: yeah yeah i was a teenage anarchist but um Speaking of weird stories just keep rolling in. Let's talk about the football one
1: because this, this is this. Like cool. I said, I I've, <laughs> I've heard it. You talk about it a mm-hmm. lot. It, it's unique, mm-hmm. and if you just think about it, like what if there was one change? Like what if something mm-hmm. else caught your eye?
0: So the, the the story goes. um So my parents, when I was younger, my mom is a Steelers fan, diehard Steelers, fan, diehard. Like loves the Steelers. Um, my dad is a Raiders fan. He's like a, he's a very like wishy-washy Raiders fan. Like he loves them, but like the Raiders stink and he, he knows it. Um, cause every time they draft someone, like they drafted Mari Cooper, he's like, well, he's going to be gone in two, two, three years. And then like, he's gone in like two, three years. <laughs> um, when they drafted Henry Ruggs, he was mad about that. And we see how that panned out because he wanted Jerry Judy. Um, <clears throat> so when I was little, uh, my brother and I, my brother's two years older than me. Um, my parents like somehow got all of the logos for the NFL helmets and they sat them in front of us. We were like three or four, um, maybe three, four, five, six, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, pick
1: a team. Okay. Not uh, all of them. Yes. There, well, there was at so, least one. Cause the Browns weren't a team
0: in 96. When I picked my team, I was four. So I didn't have a choice. We, okay. I don't think the Browns were a team. In I, mean, I didn't I like the fact checked us. Um, but my brother's favorite t- color at the time was green mm-hmm. so my parents like sat in front of him the eagles the packers um jets dolphins because they had like that aqua weird green mm-hmm, yeah um and whoever else if you uh i think maybe the jaguars i don't know if the jaguars were a team at the time but like yeah, that was right around the time any time any team that had a little bit of green in them set in front of them my brother i guess just looked and was like that one and pick the eagles been a diehard eagles fan since he had like my brother had like a tied detmer jersey mm-hmm. like bobby Hoying, deuce staley so like my brother is like my brother is like diehard eagles fan mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and then for myself i love o- the color orange still love the color orange to this day so my parents set in front of me the broncos the dolphins because they have a stripe of orange the buccaneers because i think this was when they were the peach Cream, color like creamsicle yeah the, yeah and then um Bengals, whoever was orange. And apparently, again, like my brother, I just looked and I go, that's my team. And my dad, being a Raiders fan, just goes, ugh. So I picked the, the Broncos and I just stick with them. And I had, like, growing up, I had Elway jersey. Terrell Davis is my favorite football player of all time. Mm. Um, I had Champ Bailey. I had Clinton Portis. I had Demarius Thomas. God rest his soul as well. Mm. Um, and then currently, I have Patrick sertain I'm so happy I didn't get a Russ jersey. Ugh. But didn't get a Tebow jersey. No, I wanted one so bad. When he beat, when they beat the Steelers in that AFC Wild Card okay. game, how how was that game with uh, <sighs> at it's your household? <laughs> so my mom and I always laugh about this. So she is sitting. She always would sit in her chair to my right. I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm sitting there. And Tebow gets the ball, and I think it was a play fake, and he hits T- Demarius, and I'm like, oh boy, oh boy. I'm like he's gone, he's gone, he's for sure gone. He's gonna score, and I'm sitting. I'm just sitting on the couch, not because I'm like my mom's pissed at this point. I'm like, I'm not doing anything, so I just sit there, and then I'm like, I just put my heads in my my head in my hands. I'm like, oh my gosh, we did it because I think we were the underdog at the time. I think mm-hmm. we were the wild card. I feel like uh, yeah, because I feel like Pittsburgh wasn't a wild card at that point, and we definitely I don't think won the division. Um,
1: no, I think the the Broncos. I don't say struggled, yeah, anything, but like yeah,
0: yeah. In like yeah. Blowing. so i wait till my mom gets up so she she has a she used to have like a kickback where she would kick her feet up so she kicks she kicks the chair down she stands up she walks over shit good game good game you guys deserve it and I, I just like shake my mom's hand and then i wait and i just go yeah and i like scream so loud and i get down over uh like by my dad's chair and i just like do the t-bow and I'm just, oh I'm God. like rubbing it in at this point because I'm like waiting for her to give me like the blessing so she doesn't unalive me. Um, but she was so pissed and I was so happy. And then we got shit pumped by the Steelers or by the uh, Patriots, Patriots. I think in the second round. Yeah. But then Tom Brady only had a losing record against one team ever in his history. And it was the good old Denver Broncos because we'd got our comeuppets when we won the Super Bowl 50. Yeah. Which that was another fun story because, um, Again, I'm sitting in the same exact spot for Super Bowl 50. Um, and as soon as De- uh, Von Miller sacked Cam Newton, and I th- I forget who recovered it. I want to say it was Sylvester Williams, but I don't think it was. It wasn't Demarcus Ware. It wasn't Derek Wolf. It was someone on our defensive line. It was one of our defensive tackles. Anyway, they, they score, and I was just like, game over. I texted my like close group of friends. And I was like, game over. I'm like, it's over. And I was like, Cam is rattled. And then later, he fumbles again, doesn't dive on the ball, But like, um, I always think that's so cool because as a Broncos fan, I'm like, dude, there's one Super Bowl 50 and the Broncos have it like there. No one can take that away from them. They've had their struggles since, which is fair. um, But
1: they then there was that Super Bowl before that, too. (sighs) Dude, brutal. As soon as I was (sighs) rooting for the Broncos that game and I remember watching it and like literally like how bad it started off. I was like, Peyton's got this. Like, this is Peyton fucking man.
0: Yep. And it it never happened. (laughs) As soon as, and I still remember the name, Manny Ramirez, not the baseball player, snapped it over Peyton's head, I go, we're dead. Because that was the offense that was balling. That mm-hmm. was um, Peyton and I think Noshaw Moreno and Demarius Thomas and Eric Decker and Wes Welker, Julius Thomas was balling out. And that was when like the defense wasn't the Defense was fine, but like the t- the 50 team was so much better because it was like Vaughn and Derek Wolfe and Demarcus Ware, Brandon Marshall, um, TJ Ward, who had like a revived career after leaving Cleveland, um, yeah, Darian is. Stewart, Chris Harris, Akeem Tlaib. It was just like, dude, uh, Bradley Roby was their third corner who was coming out of Ohio State. That he had a, I think it was a bad junior year and he dropped in the draft, and then mm-hmm. Denver took him, and I was like, dude, this is like a, a like, I always look up mock drafts super early. I've already looked up next year's because I'm like, oh, let's see. Um yeah, at one that's po- Super early. <laughs> like day after I look it up. Um, but Roby was like a consistently top ten pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then he had a bad junior year, and then he um he fell to Denver and Denver took him and he was just so solid as a number three guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that no fly zone defense was unreal. They don't everyone talks about the Ravens defense. That no fly zone gets doesn't get enough credit for how good they were. They shut down Cam Newton like shut him down so um this we also did that uh pick the helmet with my nephew and my niece um so we bring the logos in front of him on a laptop because we're more advanced in technology (laughs) and he he liked birds at the time so we're like he's for sure picking the cardinals there's no way he's not picking anything but the cardinals um so brings it up he looks and he goes uh i like that team points to the new york jets and my brother just goes the jets he's like (laughs) okay and then my mom's like say go jets he's like go jets i cut the recording because i have it recorded and my brother goes hey bub why'd you pick the jets he goes because they're green my brother's an eagles fan and he just goes oh he's like oh my god so (laughs) <laughs> uh and then my niece picked the lions because she likes blue and she's like oh it looks like a cat
1: i was like okay it is
0: but but hey, they're, yeah, they're yeah. An excited they're two exciting teams for them to watch we got to take him to the um jet steelers game last year there was an aiw show on a saturday and then we went on a sunday um and then i um my brother's like we should go get autographs i was like we don't have anything to for him just for them to sign i was like why don't they just take a selfie with them so i was like okay so I was losing my voice at the time, so I'm, like, screaming at the top of my lungs. I was like, I was like, hey, can you come take a selfie with my nephew? It's his first game. He got, like, Solomon Thomas, Tyler Conklin, um, and then some other guys. Uh, there was, like, a handful, but the one that was really cool to me. So guys running off the field, everyone's yawn for him, and I just go. I was like, can you come take a selfie with my nephew? It's his first game. He's in the tunnel. He turns around comes, grabs my phone, takes a selfie with my nephew and it was Sauce Gardner. Wow. Super cool. Super cool that he he did not have to do that. um But like, he also got, I think it was wristbands from Denzel Mims. And I was like, dude, that means nothing to Denzel Mims and that means everything to him. And he like wore them for like two weeks and didn't take them off. But I'm like, he got, he really wanted Zach Wilson. He was a big Zach Wilson fan. We have not told him, obviously, because he's a child about the MILF Hunter, but I cannot wait to tell him that story when he's an adult because oh, yeah. it's funny. um But like, that was the game I think the Jets ended up coming back and like sports books weren't legal at the, at the time in the state of Ohio. And I put on a bet on Zach Wilson to score a touchdown. And my brother's like, Oh, that's not for him to throw a touchdown. That's for him to score one. And that's when he caught it. He caught a touchdown in that game. <laughs> and my brother just looked at me and started laughing. And he's like, Oh my God. He's like, how lucky are you? And I was like, ah, I lost super lucky, I guess. But yeah, that was super, super funny. <laughs> I feel like I go off on a lot of tangents, but
1: whatever, they're fun. I mean, I mean, a that makes good for a uh, good podcast, and I mm-hmm. mean that's kind of what sure. Stressing Cheers has been known for for mm-hmm. a very long time. Uh, the th- I the thing with finding a team, mm-hmm. you rarely ever get like a chance to like do s- something like that, dude. Yeah, the only other than like when the XFL showed up, and like <laughs> when you're adult, you're like, all right, which, if, especially because we didn't have one around, I was like, which one are you gonna root yeah. for? Yeah, I did that kind of for the CFL okay and i went like because i had i had a podcast that was talking about the nfl we call it was called nfl easy picks and then i had some canadian friends of mine they were like well we're gonna start cfl easy picks Ooh. and like we want you on it and we want to like do like a thing with you being a new fan so you got to pick a team so i had a list of like all the teams in front of me yeah and like where they played and i'm like i'm a huge fan of the heart family and they play in vince mcmahon stadium seriously a it's a different, oh. different vince mcmahon interesting it's not vincent kennedy it's like i forget i think there's an initial and i'm like yeah i'm like i mm. have to review yeah them. the first year
0: There's it the cal it's the calgary stampede
1: stampede, stampede. yeah oh okay the first year i watch them, the <laughs> <and lose. laughs> the them they go to the gray cup and lose the second year i watch them they go to the gray cup and lose the third year they go to the gray cup and fucking win there you go yeah <laughs> literally like because like they're the gray cup is in november okay because they start their season earlier okay so literally like i go from like watching a browns game where you know they're embarrassing to watching the stamps in the gray cup being embarrassing and i'm like i have to do this for two fucking times in one day this is bullshit Bad <laughs> bad enough i like the browns and the bears a lot Uh, of times they're just as horrible back to back
0: dude i gave my friends that are browns fans uh when the browns went on 16 i said this is your only out i said you can pick any team in the nfl i will never in my life call you front runner my one friend goes yeah i'm done and i go okay who's your team and he goes ah titans i go okay never have called a front runner ever since i was like this is your one out like i will never you could i was like you could have been like the patriots I, i was like you could have picked any team i don't care because I was just like, dude, like that's so like those years were so brutal for you guys. And like, I give the Browns a bunch of crap, but like that was so brutal, dude. Like, oh, yeah. especially too, cause who was the one guy that was just supposed to catch the
1: like if this I think it was like Corey Coleman. Like all he had to do was catch a pass and they may have won the game. And he just dropped it. And I was just like, dude. Well, no, no, what it wasn't that he dropped it. I think it was the one that like he he could have went out of bounds. That that might be it. He tried to go for more yards. Yeah. There's so many years followed. too where like they were just picking guys like Corey Coleman and Justin Gilbert.
0: And I was like, dude, like Manziel. I was like, dude, if you're like a team like the Patriots, you can like maybe gamble on that. But it's like, dude, they were, they were gambling so hard and they had no money to play with. And it was just like, man, like the Justin Gilbert one. I remember my friend just, he took him and he goes, who? He was he's like, I might be done. He's like, I don't know if I can take it anymore.
1: You know, I mean, it's been a lot of your tweets during the draft when the Browns draft somebody. Literally, I've seen so many like two tweets. Yeah, uh, yeah
0: even they've even, been they've been fine since. They Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward and Baker uh, Mayfield. Who? Baker oh. Mayfield. Oh, go. oh, god, dude, I, that's the one sports take. I'm so happy that I was right about. Like, and and like, I hated him because of what he did to Ohio State, but like, um. That was the one that I was, like, super happy that, like, he stunk because I was, like, hammering. I was, like, this dude stinks. He's small. He's slow. He has a great arm, but he can't – he has no accuracy. Mm-hmm. And, like, he came in and then, like – oh, He had God. two good seasons. Yeah, he did. and But then people got film on him. And that's the stuff, too, like, I'm arguing with my friends about now with, the, like – which is, like, this Trey Lance-Brock Purdy stuff. Like, Trey Lance is the starter. You don't take someone at three and then take someone in the seventh round. It's, like, dude, they had a chance to take Brock Purdy – Six rounds before that, yeah. Trey Lance is the starter, and they're like, "Well, Brock Purdy played better." And I was like, "Dude, let someone get film on him. No, if no one has film on you, and you're a pro quarterback, you can go in there and be decent at best." And, and also, Brock Purdy has sweet weapons to throw to. He's got McCaffrey, he's got Kittle, he's got George, or um. He's got Debo Samuel. He's got Brandon Ayuk. And then, like, he's got a sweet defense, too, with, like, Fred Warner's, like, the best, one of the best linebackers in the NFL. Nick Boso, one friggin' player of the year. I'm sure they've got more pieces in there. I can't think off the top of my head, but, like, yeah. It's like, dude, like, no doubt Brock Purdy was going to be good in that offense, you know? Just let Trey Lance, like, the, the guys played, like, eight games. Let him, like, you don't draft someone at three and then draft someone at Mr. Irrelevant. Like, everyone talks about Tom Brady, about being, like, the one exception for the seventh round. It's like, dude, no one ever talks about the like thousands of other players that were taken in the seventh round that are garbage and that don't ever make a team and don't ever do anything. Chad Kelly, Chad Kelly was Broncos. Mr. Mm -hmm. One year great in college, incredible, but he couldn't stay out of his own way because he, he had, he had troubles. He was, I think he got in trouble with the law or something like that, but it's like, no one ever talks about Chad Kelly. Everyone's like, Oh, Tom Brady. It's like, dude, stop using Tom Brady as like the, 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 like, because everybody wants. Yes. Everyone wants it. It's that's once in a lifetime. Please let it go. like, and even two, like, my one friend is just, like, he always tries to compare
1: someone to Tom Brady. He's like, dude, you can't. That's the GOAT. Like, he's won seven Super Bowls. Do you know how many people have won two? It's like eight. Okay, here's, here's what I would say about that part. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady's won seven Super Bowls. There isn't a franchise. Yeah. There isn't a franchise mm-hmm. that has yep. seven. And he always tries to say
0: that, like, I said, stop using Tom Brady as a standard because he's the GOAT. I was like, I don't know who the standard for quarterbacks would be. It's so tough. That's like people give me crap for like. I hate Philip Rivers because oh, I can't. I won't say hate. I dislike Philip Rivers because he okay. has
1: those great numbers, but it's like, dude, he's a loser. Like it's, same with Justin Herbert. This is this is what what I will say when you're talking about like you don't hate. A friend of mine said this years ago because uh, I'm not huge on using the word hate, but yeah. when it comes to sports, there's sports hate. Okay, you don't necessarily yeah. hate them. Yeah. Like I don't. No, I hate Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, like I don't, I don't hate the the Steelers. There's a lot of I about that franchise I respect, but when it comes to like mm-hmm. people that wear that jersey, like on the field, yeah, I sports hate you.
0: Yeah, and and I always tell people too. I was like, you know, I obviously grew up with my being I mean, a huge Steeler fan, and I'm like, they would be my number two team. It's like, dude, they were they're kind of your number dude. I've called you out on that a bunch. Yeah, and it's like, dude, how like how can you hate them though? They draft so well. They're picking dudes like TJ Watt at the end of the first round. They picked Cam Hayward. He was like 29th. Cam Hayward's like one of the best interior, like uh three four interior defensive linemen of all time. Um, um yeah. Ryan Shazier, I mean, even if his career got cut short, he was an end round guy. Palomalu, no
1: one I mean Well oh, Palom- I'll always say this. There's not a lot of like Steelers players that I will say I love and respect. That's one dude I would walk so up to good. him, shake his hand, and be like so good. I'm a like of a player, I'm a fan mm-hmm. of you. And even, too, when you think about, like, Antonio Brown, like,
0: he lost his mind. Antonio Brown, if he would have stayed on course, probably would have been the best receiver of my life. Like, I, I also say this, too, because I got, like, tail end of Jerry Rice. I don't mm-hmm. think Calvin Johnson played long. Like, he played, he was great, but, like, he didn't play long enough. Yeah. Um, that's the thing with Charles Davis, too. But, like, um, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, um, Ben, you know, Ben had some hype coming out of um, Miami, Ohio, but, like, no one ever saw him being like the yeah. dude. Um, he should have retired before he did. Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. yeah, Like there, this this is like my biggest criticism on on Ben Roethlisberger. it's yeah. not any of the the, the, the mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah, on the off field. Yeah, it's yeah. not the off field. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there was there was a time where uh, he can't, I can't remember the year I was mm-hmm. watching NFL Network and it was like preseason, uh-huh. and uh, he was saying like, yeah, I've had some like issues with my shoulder but you know i in so many words like i didn't do rehab i didn't do this i it just did with and then like he got injured in the season i'm like dude how fucking dumb are you yeah the signs are right there like you you could yeah. have like did shit over mm-hmm. out the off season to like yeah. help fix it and all this kind of stuff but you decide oh no i'm i'm better and better than that and you pay yeah. for it sorry well, well even the thing
0: too is like i just thought of like when you said that like they had charlie batch as a backup and like charlie batch was a great backup like mm-hmm. my mom always said she's like, If Charlie's in the game, don't have to worry about it. And then even had like Heath Miller, who Heath Miller, like it was so good for them for so many years. Fantasy football legend for me. Like he was always my second like tight end that I would take. Mm-hmm. But they always just find these guys. Like Joe Hayden had like a career revive when he left. Like I know that stinks, but like he had like a career revive. Oh, that was my keys. Uh oh. Um uh but he had like a career revive when he went to Pittsburgh. And, you know, they just have all these guys that are just so good and not like I mean, they were like highly touted coming out of college, but like I remember, we're sitting at my apartment with my friend, and um, Pittsburgh is on the clock, and we. I just look at him and I go, "TJ Watt." He goes, "Oh no," he's like saying, "Ain't so." They come up, read the card. He was more mad. I think he was more mad about TJ going to the Steelers than the Browns getting Miles Garrett, which is crazy because he also threatened to jump off the balcony if they had Browns did take Miles Garrett, which was funny. He ended up not doing that. I actually think it was the
1: thing I remember the most about Miles Garrett being drafted because mm-hmm. the it was back to back with the Bears, and yeah. I did not want the Browns to take Mitch Trubisky. Oh man, that would. have – And like we got Miles Garrett, I'm like yes. And then like yeah. as I'm listening on the radio because I wasn't watching live, I was at work. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, oh, actually no, the, the Bears traded up. Bears
0: trade up with the Niners.
1: I can't remember who.
0: But I, I think because you guys were third, and then you just flip picks. I think that's what it was. Because then the
1: Niners took Solomon Thomas. They, they traded number yeah. one. They traded up. Mm-hmm. They I don't remember what they gave up. But the, I always say they sold the farm Probably. to get him. Probably. And they had just uh, re- signed or resigned Mike Glennon. Shout out man. for a lot of money. And I'm like, I remember how, that. Yeah. How do you sh- shoot yourselves in the foot twice? Twice. In yeah. In like a few months. Uh huh. Because yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm like happy. Like, oh, fucking yeah. the Browns didn't take me. Yeah. We're not doing this hometown boy yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, the Bears have traded up. I'm like, no, no, yeah. no. And of course, like, I thought I was going to be wrong about him. You know, I had the the mm-hmm. the play well, the playoff appearance, not run. Yeah. Uh, his first season. So, I like, all right, cool. And then, yeah. Pff, sense it. Yeah.
0: Well, everyone always talks to like, they should have taken Patty. It's like, no, the pick there was Deshaun Watson in my opinion, I didn't know much about Patty coming out of Texas tech, Patty Mahomes, But, um, I think now with Justin Fields, Mm -hmm. like obviously biased, like his season last year was unreal. That picture of him sliding into the end zone. And he's just like, so pumped. I'm like, that's the coolest picture of all time. Yeah. Um, I obviously love Justin Fields. I'm finally happy. They got like DJ Moore to surround him. Um, they've got, they've got some weapons to surround Justin Fields. Finally. Now they have to protect him,
1: Mm -hmm. you know, Hope he does well. We have talked a lot on this one, but uh, it's time to wrap things up with the Fave Five Questions. Hey, this is Booker T5, time champ, and this is the
0: Fave Five Questions. Now, can you dig it?
1: Okay. Uh, let's start off with... um Favorite arcade game. Favorite arcade game? Oh, my goodness. And meaning, wow. like, arcade cabinet. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, we used to have our birthday parties at a place called Roccos in Akron when I was younger and they mm-hmm. had a bunch. And they obviously had NBA Jam. They had um was there Turtles in Time? There's Turtles. Okay. Yes. And then what's the f- Battletoads? Battletoads is another one. Battle Toads might be my favorite, to be honest. Ooh, because I just remember playing it so much when I was a kid at Roccos that like I-, I just loved the game. I would say that NBA Jam tournament edition was great. NFL Blitz, as I'm wearing an NFL Blitz shirt. Yeah. Um, I I just on um, the broncos on there and i just bought it to shannon sharp the
1: entire time so
0: um but if i had to do one probably battletoads
1: classic i think for me it always depends uh but oh sentence arcade okay yeah absolute classic yeah. i mean i have like my own list but like if it came to like if i were to buy a cabinet mm-hmm. that one because it's like yeah. the only one for the most part you could never get on like a game console they they did release mm-hmm. it i know for a period which i bought it but not obviously do they ever do
0: battletoads on
1: I mean, it was System. on, it was, it was on Nintendo, but I don't think, I don't know if it's the same arcade okay. graphics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, question number two, favorite video game console of all time. Ooh man. Cause I know you were a gamer. I had that on the list am. of like
0: topics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. did um, didn't, didn't you like beat Johnny Gargano? In oh, s- smoked him. Smoked him. Dominic <laughs> Greeny smoked them both. Yeah. Um smoked them might be an understatement because i think i beat dom like 70 to nothing the last play of the game i got a safety yeah i smoked dom um it was ru- it was a rough time for mr mr uh bone collector Dominic garini um favorite video game system of all time so i, I think there's two answers so n64 we we started with super nintendo and like mike tyson's punch out and you know turtles in time was on that i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure so that's what my dad played with me and my brother when we were little um n64 um we would play that's where i got introduced to madden madden 2000 mm-hmm. um my dad would play racing games on there and he was like insanely good at nascar um we play boxing which my dad was great at and then um kobe bryant courtside because that was kobe bryant's first game um so n64 is up there I, i'm gonna give three So super nintendo um n64 and then probably playstation 3 because that's where like me and my like close group of friends gotten mm-hmm. like integrated that we're i'm still with friends with to this day we always have a group chat and our um we would just be the D three three O and we, it was the dirty three thirty. And, um, it started with like me and my two buddies. And then we added another friend that we worked with at Acme. And then my friends went to college and they met, um, my friends, Greg and Sherman went to college. My friend, Greg met my friend, Tyler, my friend, Tyler and my friend Chad. And then it just like has grown to this. Like, I think there's probably nine of us now. Mm-hmm. And like, we still, to this day, like the group chat, like every morning we always talk and we always talk at night. We still talk to this day. like, um my buddy john's in the military he's currently in virginia um everyone else i think is in ohio at the moment um but even when i was in like florida i like made it a point i'm like i'm going to get on and play video games with my friends tonight if it's for one hour i'm going to play either call of duty or Fortnite or madden or baseball or whatever i was like i'm making it a point to play with my friends um so but uh uh super uh, it's a three-way tie between super nintendo and 64 and playstation 3 for different reasons
1: for so. me, it's Super Nintendo yeah. for nostalgia. Yeah, like it's so I, that was my first system at home, and mm-hmm. I I still love it to this day. Yeah. Question yeah. number three: Oreos or Chips Ahoy? Double stuffed Oreos, not mega
0: stuff. No, that's like too much. The most yeah, stuff is like too that. much. Too, it's too much. Like I say bullshit, but yeah, I mean, it's. Own. it's I mean, I'll eat them if they're there. I'm, I'm not going to be rude and be like, no. Um. Yeah, I would say Oreos. The best flavor they ever had, though, again, it was when my wife was in college. She went to Kent State. Um, they had this flavor. It was Mallow Crispy Oreos, and they were Rice Krispies flavored. Unbelievable. And they've never been back, and I've never been to oh, that in my, t- in I my really, life. I think I remember those. They were so good. They were the best flavor of Oreos ever. But They also yeah. did like a Fruity Pebbles one. Those were super good. I haven't had the S'moreos that are out. I had the like bl- the triple chocolate cake ones that are just oh, released. those are good. Those right. are really good, too. Yeah, I agree
1: it's like just there's like different kinds of chocolate
0: yeah yeah those are really good um but if the best oreos are the ones at, at christmas time the white fudge oreos yeah those
1: <sighs> this was like the first year i didn't buy a box or maybe we we, we bought a box but it was like a, and normally like as soon as they come out i'd buy,
0: yeah, buy these. same one. so we the one year we bought like six boxes of them and my wife <laughs> yeah because we couldn't find them anywhere okay. and my wife and i like we ate them i just looked at her like i am so sick of these and she's like they're so good, though. I was like, I know, but I am like, I am so sick of them. And then we bought like two boxes every year since, just and we like ration them out <laughs> to last us through the
1: holidays. All right, question number four: uh, Wings, bone in or out?
0: Oh, bone in, okay. bone, boneless are like they're not chicken nuggets because, like,
1: I don't know. Bone I like in, the yeah. chicken nugget analogy because when someone yeah. said, it, or basically, it can't be a wing because wings are dark meat and nuggets are white meat.
0: Remember when McDonald's had the dark meat nuggets when we were kids? Yeah, and then they like they advertise they're like now with all white meat, and I was like, why aren't these with white meat? Like <laughs> I don't know, It's weird. It's just oh, weird now. Like I remember that when I was a kid. Um, but yeah, bone in, uh, lemon pepper from Wingstop. My friends are gonna. We always talk about food and stuff like that. Like so they, again, a tangent. I don't care though. Um, I. Love lemon pepper wings from Wingstop. That's my favorite. My friends are like, Oh, have you had the Hawaiian? Have you had the Mingo Nero? Like, yeah, I have. But I'm like, Lemon Pepper from Wingstop
1: is like king. Okay, it's my hold favorite. On. Hold on. Have you had it, Lemon Pepper Wings, mm-hmm. down south? I've not. Because I've interviewed AC Mack mm-hmm. and uh, Alex Kane. Oh, yeah. And they yep. both, let I me grant they're both from uh, Atlanta, or at least Georgia. Yeah, and because they always talk about how great lemon pepper was, and yes, I'm like, ball. and they explain theirs theirs is a wet yes lemon yep. pepper, and I'm like, yeah, because uh, I like lemon pepper, but uh, yeah, it being it. a rub, I'm not a huge fan. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if I find a wet version, I
0: yeah. want them. So when we were at when I was in NXT, uh, Aja, who I love dearly, and she's drop she, the name, you yeah, let me pick it up. Me, pick it up. <laughs> Aja, she deserves every good thing to ever happen to her in life. Her and Leon both. um saved me on so many occasions. Um just just a great, great human being and a great ref. Um she made us lemon hot lemon pepper wings and they were the best wings I've ever had in my life. Like they they were so good, so delicious, crispy, like everything. So it was like a combination of like lemon pepper and hot and it was just oh unbelievable. But my friends are always like lemon pepper's gross and um the most recent one they tried to like not crucify me for but they're like they're like what's your favorite candy? I was like oh almond joy. Mm-hmm. It, oh, I, I, I just don't like almonds so they're like coconuts gross i was like dude i was like but i'll like, still fuck with some mounds though yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah i like mounds too i like dark chocolate better than milk chocolate but i'm like mount mal- uh, like almond joys my favorite And my boy's like yeah let me get a coconut bar so I'm like <laughs> i went to giant eagle i got in my car i went to giant eagle and i just grabbed a full bag of almond joys put them in my cart and my boy's like yeah no wonder the th- shelf's full i was like listen because it was like it was a thing there they were like um they're like, eliminate one candy from this, like, picture. And everyone kept saying almond joy. I was like, did you guys ignore the Raisinets that are on here? I was yeah, like, come on. on. Hold on. <sighs> I'm, I mean, I, li- I
1: like Raisinets, but uh, for, like, for a
0: movie, can. I don't like my f- my, I don't like fruit in my chocolate. I, I love me some chocolate covered yeah. raisins. Here was the here was the thing. Here's the, Sasha to you. No one at home, but everyone kept saying um mal or they kept saying almond joy like good and plenty's on there. Oh we yeah,
1: got, you got good and plenty on there. Yeah. Fuck those. Yeah,
0: good and plenty stink. Um, Mike and Ike's like get stuck in your teeth. Um,
1: it's a it's a movie theater candy. I'm not. That's not what I'm going like buy. Like, if I'm going to the movie random. theater though, I'm grabbing popcorn.
0: I'm putting a bunch of crunch in there or Reese's pieces and being a real devil and just like shaking it up and then
1: yeah. Maybe maybe a York peppermint Patty. Like I, yeah, that was I, the other one. I like peppermint Patties. I do too. I've never. When's the last time you craved a peppermint Patty? Never.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really. There's a lot song. of there's a lot of other good ones. I crave me. almond joy, which is weird because like my friends are just like it's so gross. I was like you're gross, dude. I, f- I find almond joy
1: normal. I mean, like I said, I pre- I prefer my moms, mom used to tell
0: me that they were like bad. Like she's like you guys wouldn't like these when we were kids, and she would take them all out of our Halloween basket, and now I'm like tell her now I'm like. Man, I was like, you took the best candy out of it. The-
1: yeah. So, uh, question number five. Um, had a good one. Oh, uh, Step Brothers or Talladega Nights?
0: <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, man, that's really good. That's a really good question. Whew, man, I'm a huge Will Ferrell fan too. Um, I would say Step Brothers. I feel like Talladega Nights like drags on a little bit too long for me, which is weird. Um, I. Because like there's the part where he gets divorced and then like Susan is like his new wife and whatever and then they go out to eat in Applebee's and they like, like Reese ruins it um, and then there's a the part where he like after the I think after he gets set on fire from the crash it kind of drags for me a little bit um, Step Brothers is is so so funny um, I love Will Ferrell and John C Reilly together um, I think my favorite Will Ferrell movie though is Semi pro?
1: Why did I knew you were gonna say
0: that? Oh, I love semi pro. It's so funny when he tells the guy if he makes the full court shot that he's gonna like win like fifty thousand dollars. The guy makes it and he's just like, "Yeah, you want a giant check for fifty thousand dollars?" And then he's like, "Who the hell has (laughs) fifty thousand dollars?" Meanwhile, the franchise is like hemorrhaging money, Um, (laughs) and he just did that just to get people in the building. And then he wrestled Dewey the Bear. Oh yeah, that that semi pro is so funny. Um yeah, it's oh my goodness. But if I had to choose one out of that, I would say I would say Step Brothers. Yeah,
1: yeah I've like said before, I'm more of a Tal Dagonites fan, but there's no right or wrong answer. Like, no, I,
0: I I love Will Ferrell, except for when he's in the office. Hot take. Not a fan of Will Ferrell is Angelo in the office. I think he, he ruined the part when they were singing uh 5, 000 myths to him because he tried to be like improv funny. He was just like, no, just let them let them sing to Steve. He
1: so, I don't know. Th- there's a lot to that show that lot of people don't like and i'm like you know what it, it's if you go back and watch it like i do every <laughs> night <laughs> i watch the
0: office every night for like that's my show um like my wife and i are winding down we're in bed and she's like what do you want to watch i was like i'm throwing on the office and i'll watch just whatever that or south park mm-hmm. is my two like uh episodes that are shows that i watch from just
1: i thing that i like about the office i feel like it has one of the best like series finales like i can't watch it i'll
0: cry I can't watch that or when Jim and Pam get married, I cry every time, every single time.
1: Um, I I know I've said it before, like, when Aaron's parents. Yeah. Because, like, uh, even watching the show, you're not, like, expecting, like, here's her parents. Yeah. Yeah. They sneak that one in on you, and it's like, oh, fuck. I think
0: think Michael Scott is the greatest written character in television history, like, written, Um, because he just does so many things that are just so funny that me and my friends always talk about is when he's like, um, <sighs> like when he's using the restroom, Kevin's like, Michael, did you die in there? Are you okay? He goes, just pooping. You know how I be. And like, this is so funny. And just so many little things that he does that you like catch yeah. like the first time you watch and you're like, Oh, this is funny. And then you catch it the second time and you're like, oh, okay, this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like I just watched the one where he hit Meredith with his car. She's just like, doctors did all they did. They could do to save her life. And they were successful. And then saying like, what is wrong with you? He's like, why did you have to word it that way? <laughs> like, it's so funny. And um, it, it's such a good rewatch, too. I've probably watched The Office through five or six times. Like, Except for um, I skip Pam and Jim's wedding because I cry. Uh, up until like the part where they're like right about to get married. And they mm-hmm. start walking down the aisle. And they play Forever by Chris Brown. Um, I stop there. And then I pick it up. Um, whatever they pick up that yeah i can't i can't watch that part because it makes me cry
1: how do you feel about how i met your mother i've never watched it okay that's like the one of those controversial last mm-hmm. episode things and i'm like mm-hmm. i will defend it to the day i die that's why people I,
0: say it's horrible and i'm like no you watch the fucking show wrong that's, that's why, why i don't watch game of thrones is because mm-hmm. everyone like complained about the finale i was like why am i gonna watch this and then like the one part that i'm like yes this is gonna be great and then it just like stinks also, I got got by Netflix allegedly. Uh, I share a password allegedly with my parents allegedly. Um, allegedly, yeah. And I got I got smoked by them recently. Um, I was trying to finish Stranger Things and get caught up allegedly. And I had um, I had like three or four episodes to go. Mike stinks. Do you watch Stranger Things? Oh yeah, I love him. Mike I love him. stinks. He's selfish. He's a selfish friend. Yeah, there's a lot of like nuance to yeah. that show. I don't like Nancy. Either. I don't That's know. Fair. This is, could be controversial. The most controversial takes. Um, yeah, Mike was... Mike stinks. I don't know. Whatever. Probably big Mike
1: fans out there like, oh, he's not... Eh, like, no, uh, like, I've watched videos where people like kind of like talk about like, yeah. that aspect. Yeah, he's like, very selfish. Oh. The only defense I'll give him is like, he's also a fucking teenager. <laughs> like, yeah. When, when you're a teenager, you don't really know shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shit I
0: did yeah a he was in love. He was in love. Um, I also like Breaking Bad. Walter, Walter, and that was incredible. Skyler might be the worst character in TV
1: history. Did you watch Breaking Bad? I watched like the first season. Okay, and I've always explained that I watched Weeds first, and I okay. felt like it was too much like Weeds, mm. and but Weeds was funny. Okay, because like Breaking Bad is supposed to be funny. It's a little more dramatic. Dude, than Weeds. Walter's so intense. My, my wife won't even watch it. She's like, she's like, it's too intense
0: for me. And I was like, I'm oh like, I don't know, man. Walter, Walter's so great in that, and. Skylar's the worst character ever the, I guess like her like the actress that played her got like death threats and I was like do you people not realize like that's not her in real life but people can't like es- change that like escape that reality I don't know it's weird that that's when
1: you gotta tell them like you know it's fake
0: right <laughs> oh, Man, for real all
1: right question number six uh it's a constant one that I like doing okay. for, for our football fans mm. uh give me your prediction for the Broncos season uh, record at 0 16. The end of <laughs> this is this is your one out16 oh <laughs> oh
0: Russ throws 400 interceptions uh Joante Williams tears his ACL again um Jerry Judy gets hurt somehow Cortland Sutton gets hurt somehow um look at their schedule I don't know because I'm gonna be honest with you, no one expected the Broncos season last year not a single person expected the broncos to be as bad as they were no one if you did you're a liar because
1: i mean, every- they got russell wilson you think like oh my god this <laughs> great after geno smith then yep.
0: geno smith goes to fucking
1: seattle yeah. and yeah.
0: tears it up and then geno smith has the career whatever um so i really i'm looking at the roster right now this is nothing do. i really liked the samaj p ryan signing at 27 um great backup uh great great running back at oklahoma Um, I really liked the Marvin Mims pick. Uh, Tim Patrick's going to be back and healthy. Greg Dolchich was great. I need Albert Akwee to figure it out. Um, We spent money on the offensive line with Ben Powers and with um, Mike McGlinchey, which was a nice surprise. Um, Just added Frank Clark, which I like. DJ Jones was good last year. Um, I need our linebackers to be healthy. Uh, Man, let's look at their roster. Uh, people need to start respecting Justin Simmons. Put some respect on his name as well, because um, he is very, very, very good. We start with the Cardinals. One and zero. One and 1, one. two and one. Two and two. Two and three. Two and four. Three and four. Four and five. Four and six. Four and seven. Four and eight. Four and nine. Four and ten. Five and ten. Six and ten. Six and eleven. Six and twelve. Seven and twelve. So thirteen, eat thirteen. Is my math right? My mass terrible. I'm so bad at math. I used to watch Ring. Seven and thirteen. Seven and thirteen. Sure, we'll go with that. What? Seven plus. No twenty. 20. That's so. How did I get so bad? Yeah. Wow, that went off the rails really quick. I and to be fair, I used to watch um Ring of Honor in the back of math class.
1: Yeah. So five and thirteen,
0: or seven and eleven, or not five and thirteen. Would be seven and ten. I don't know. Seven and ten.
1: I missed when it was 16 We're going to win games. seven
0: games. There you go. Yeah, dude. I, it's, oh, seven
1: games. I missed when it was 16 games because it was very easy. That
0: have. went off the rails real quick. <laughs> Man. Yeah, seven games. Maybe six or seven games. Yeah. Depends on what Russ shows up. If they let Russ cook and all the receivers are healthy, I love it. They have four legit five. Um, Sutton, Judy, KJ Hamler, Tim Patrick, and um, Marvin Mims. Five legitimate receivers. Mm-hmm. They just need a block for him and... Oh, and the refs need to stop calling stuff for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, how does that feel with Kansas City doing so good? Brutal because their fan base stinks. Their fan base is awful. They complain about everything. I was like, they did a poll on Twitter, and I saw a graphic where it was like the teams that complain about the refs the most. And Kansas City was like, by and large, like number one. And I was like, you guys get every call. Watch the Super Bowl. Like, was that a penalty at the end? Yes. Do you just let them play? Yes. Like, I don't know. I also i i don't like Mahomes, and i think travis kelsey is
1: very cringy yeah, whatever
0: good podcast though all right
1: uh any final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go that's it um no just um i'm
0: glad we did this Is sorry it took so long i'm very hesitant about going on podcasts. like i talked with um uh, the guys at pod van dam about um how guarded i am yeah. about being on podcast because like when I got released, everyone like people hit me up. And was like, "Let's do a podcast." I was like, "Let's not." Like,
1: I even said, "Like, I, like, I remember <laughs> that, hitting you up about that time." but yeah. it's like we're not going to talk dirt. Yeah, and that's what like like one, I don't want to talk dirt. One guy
0: wanted me to. I wish I could drop his name right now, and I should, but um, I'm not going to do that. But um, he was just like, "Hey, like I had worked shows with this person in the past. Um, not anyone from this area, but I had worked shows with this person in the past. And I just want to be like, you want me on your podcast, but you've never said hello to me. No, I'm good. Yeah, like." If you're gonna ask me to do something do it like at least say hello to me that's like the bare minimum you could do yeah. is to say hello to me at shows not take advantage of me after the fact that like you know i had been to WWE and whatever but um yeah no i this is great like i wish every podcast talked it sounds bad but talked r- less about wrestling and more about like people's real lives and stuff well, like that i do not think we talked about much wrestling like the first like 10 minutes and then we're just like everything else which well, is
1: great. The, the wrestling stuff we talk about is like not necessarily stuff is like you're gonna uh-huh. have talked about another podcast yeah yeah or even just in general like yeah there are too many people out there that like i've said before that do podcasts that they they, they want a person on to like maybe help them out so it's like yeah so where did you train where did you train what's and, your well, first
0: well, match what's your favorite match yeah and mm-hmm. it's
1: like it's like these questions that are cookie cutter and it's yep. just like oh, you know, I can download five other podcasts that yeah. say the same shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't do any homework. And then with yeah. me, even, like, if I would have did the podcast with you right after you got released, oh. we would have talked very similar to what we yeah. did today. Yeah. Like, there's no difference.
0: Yeah, and that's what I would, would have needed. I wouldn't have wanted people to be like, so was it going to NXT and being at rehearsals for 12 hours a day? What was Triple H like? Yeah, what was Triple H like? And fine. Like, that's what it would have been, too. And, and um i didn't need that at that time because it would have been really bad because like obviously i was upset that i lost my dream job and you know it is what it is um, life has a weird way of working things out but i always tell my wife i'm like you know if i wouldn't have gotten released we would not have gotten married it's the, the biggest thing i wouldn't have my cats like i wouldn't yeah. be back here doing this i wouldn't like As much as i say like i'm like man i'm ready to leave like i love the indies i
1: love it you know another other social media plugs
0: um yeah i don't know man just you'll find me i'm not like i also this is another rant um and this isn't the pb i've had one pbr everyone relax um <laughs> i heard someone say super early into my career they're like my life is not defined by the social media followers i have and i was just like oh i'm like man that's wild and like if you want to follow me cool if you don't fine like um if you do follow me it's gonna be like my wrestling posters, uh, clips of me playing MLB the Show and absolutely smoking people, um, or clips of Fortnite, Call of Duty, whatever. But yeah, I don't know. follow wrestling. Cheers. How about that? Yeah, but the shows in
1: <laughs> So yeah. it doesn't fucking matter. Well,
0: then unfollow them. Follow Justin. Yeah, Jay Summers three
1: three zero. There you go. But uh, okay, yeah. Thanks, Jake. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, That's great. Dude, thank you. So yes, there you have it. The interview with referee Jake Clemens. It was partially done in the interview, but we'll finish everything up right now, just like we always do. Of course, you can find myself at Jay Summers 330 on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Hive, much like you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email, if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. Like I said earlier in the show, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this fine podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, rest and All those links can be found in the leak tree in our show notes, but I'll be honest, with the show ending soon, does it really matter? I don't know, but that's just me. But you can check out our other podcast friends, such as Hiya Bussy. A Wrestling Adjacent Podcast, Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, The IndieCast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Game Marks Podcast, Powerbomb Jitsu, Powell Driver Podcast, Fully Posable, Positively Pro Wrestling, Indie Wrestling Guide, If You Catch My Grift, Marks With Mike's Juggalo Rewind, 20x20 Rewind, X Over, and This Ends at Prom. Check out our other non-podcasting friends such as The Mystery Men. Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventure, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, and connected to that Danger Zone video in Juliet, Tennessee, ran by our friend Righteous Jesse, Heart of Gold, Toy Haya Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Smoking Jace Barbecue, 20x20 Apparel, JCP Designs, Midwest Territory, if it still exists, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, except for if you're that person that was with me at that show in Indiana, because we bleep that out. Later.